0: Hey guys, Jonathan Scholler here with another episode of the Melbourne Coffee Culture podcast. Why are we doing this podcast? I really believe that the world looks to Melbourne for specialty coffee. We do it well. There's something unique here. Our population is a little bit bigger than say Perth and Adelaide. We've had the third wave movement here for a long time. we may or may not have invented the magic, we may or may not have invented the flat white. (laughs) We've certainly had our fair share of world coffee champions and barista champions, and uh, even the proliferation of the Melconic EK grinder, freezing coffee, barista hustle, uh, Matt Perger, St Ali, there's Proud Mary. A lot of amazing things have come out of Melbourne. We're not pulling our own cord We're just saying let's decode Melbourne coffee culture. Let's share it with the world. If you're in Malaysia, if you're in China, if you're in Singapore, if you're in New York City, you can come to this podcast year in, year out, go back through the archives, go through the interviews and grab what you need. Maybe you're opening a new cafe and you want to go back to the episode on architect and design. Maybe you want to go back and hear the interview with, The world loves Melbourne as you start to promote and organise your cafe on social media. Now, this uh, particular episode is going to be on cleanliness. (laughs) This is when it gets down to business. When you're making coffee, you've got to have a clean bar. You've got to have a clean workstation. You've got to have a clean hierarchy. You've got to have workflow. You've got to have synergy. And uh, that is coming up right after. Uh, this announcement. Thanks for listening and remember to subscribe. Wow. You have got to have a clean coffee bar. It is absolutely imperative that you approach your coffee making with Not only cleanliness, but order. Isn't it exciting to bring order to chaos? Isn't it fantastic when they finish cutting your hair and they put some style and wax in your hair and show you with a mirror, there's that feeling that everything in the universe is, is beautiful for one moment. Or maybe you have your car cleaned and, and they shine the tires. Oh man, that looks good. And you drive away feeling like this is the way the world is supposed to be. I'm telling you, that is the way your coffee bar needs to be presented. It is absolutely imperative. You cannot make a good coffee without a well-organized workflow, without a clean coffee bar, without a clean grinder, clean portafilters, clean shower screens, when I train ones of hundreds of baristas. I've trained hundreds and hundreds of baristas in probably around 50 to 60 venues. And I tell them the first three rules, hot, clean, and dry. Your espresso machine needs to be hot, clean, and dry. Your portafilters need to be hot. They can't be sitting out, cooling down. They need to be dry. You can't dispense coffee into a wet portafilter. It's terrible, it's gonna cause a reduction in surface area contact when the hot water goes through the shower screen. Yes, we should be cleaning our espresso machine with chemicals and backflushing, but that's not what this is about. This is about a vision, this is about a transformation, a mindset. And what I wanna to present to you is imagine The finest fine dining restaurant in your country, the restaurant where it's four, five hundred dollars a person, the restaurant where it's six to nine months waiting list to get a table, would that kitchen be clean or dirty? Do you think the chef washes his hands? Do you think that he just uses a knife on the raw chicken and then uses the same knife on a fresh banana or an apple? Get out of here. I'm telling you, that restaurant, wherever it is in the world, any fine dining establishment is operated like a military submarine. There are generals. There are uh, a hierarchy of chefs and sous chefs and kitchen hands and waiters, and everyone knows their place, and everything is following a recipe. I want you to bring that mindset of order. I want you to bring that mindset of cleanliness. And I want you to take up that righteous and holy uh, position of being the barista who maintains a clean and organized and orderly coffee bar. When you walk up to your espresso machine, have a look at the pump pressure, check how much water flow you have. So the first step I would do walking up to a brand new espresso bar. Step number one, grab a jug, tear your scales and run water into the jug. If you're getting more than 150 grams of water in 30 seconds, then you need to either add a water restriction, uh, attachment to the espresso machine or reduce your pump pressure. I'd go down to as low as four bars of pressure to get that water flow of 150 grams. Then I would taste the water, see if it tastes clean, see if it tastes sweet. If you're unable to affect the quality of the water, you can go and have a look at the water calculation on baristahustle.com and look into that to fix your water hardness. Water can be from 200 parts per million down to 20 parts per million um, and even as high as 1,000 parts per million. So you're looking at um, the hardness of water as well as the mineral uh, components in your water. Number two, I would be looking at the cleanliness of the coffee machine. Are the portafilters clean? If they're dirty, you may need to soak them in chemicals for 10 minutes or so. Scrub them with the hardest metal wire cloth you can possibly find and remove the shower screens and scrub them as well. Make sure everything is perfectly brand new stainless steel. Obviously, you're going to need to run a few shots of coffee as well. Make sure that the water coming out of the shower screen is a shower of water. The water needs to be coming out evenly through the shower screens. The shower screens have to be tight. They can't be blunt. They can't be bent. They have to be even. They have to be straight. Then what I would be doing is I would be checking the coffee grinder. Make sure the power is off. I repeat, make sure the power is off, make sure the power is unplugged and then when it's safe to do so with the instruction manual in hand and with the training and advice of your coffee supplier and roaster and only with their supervision and eye goggles and metal gloves, (laughs) Uh, if you have a look at your grinder, you should be able to pull it apart, have a look at the blades, feel how uh, sharp they are. They if they're conical blades or if they're uh, flat burrs like the Melconic Ek, you should be able to gently rub your fingers across the blades and find that it is quite sharp. It's pulling, pulling at your skin. Uh, shouldn't be cutting your skin, but it should be quite sharp, um, at least as sharp as a as a butter knife. Uh, certainly not as sharp as a sharp sushi knife. If your blades are that sharp then you probably need to run some rice um, through your grinder. We usually use about 10 kilograms of rice followed by 10 to 20 kilograms of espresso or three kilograms of filter roast coffee. Once you've tested your blades, they are usually uh, optimal after about 200 kilograms of use. New blades need about 200 kilograms of use before they start to get blunt enough to produce even particle size. After about 800 to 1,000 kilograms, you might as well throw them away. The EK is slightly different. The EK is very complicated to align. You don't only need to align it, um, you know, parallel. It's, there are a whole bunch of, I don't even know the technical terms for it, um, centrifugal, oh, I can't remember. Um, uh, you need to align your EK in many directions, and there's a great video on YouTube, um, about that. Uh, and there's also some audio recordings to find out the sound of alignment, but this, this podcast is about cleanliness, not alignment. So I'd be making sure that, uh, there's enough lubrication in your burrs uh, in your grinder, not on the burrs of course, Um, if there's too much or too little you're going to have problems with static. Uh, Once the grinder's been put together um, you want to be testing your dose, your recipe, your time and your yield. I'd be recommending three sets of chucks, that's a cleaning cloth, uh, moist but not dry, not too wet, no soap, Folded into a nice little square about the size of a deck of cards. You'd have one for the drip tray, one for the steam wand, one for the bench. Those three do not change places. You do not want to be wiping milk with the steam wand chucks and then wiping milk onto your bench because that is going to cause bacteria and you're bad. You're not wanting to use the chucks from your bench to then wipe the steam wand because you're going to get coffee grinds on the steam wand and then you're going to get coffee grinds and burnt coffee flavour in your milk-based drinks. Don't do that. Everything has its place. As I said before, hot, clean and dry, but everything has its place. The driver doesn't sit in the back seat to drive the car and neither should your chucks move around. There should be a fixed position for, your, uh, for every item on your coffee bar. Try to work with a linear flow, a workflow. So if it was me, I would be more than happy to move the espresso machine, move the coffee grinder, move the jug rinser, move the cash register, whatever you need to do to have a linear workflow. What do I mean by a linear workflow? Well, the horse has to go before the cart. So if your cash register is taking an order and pushing out a ticket then the ticket needs to be the first thing in the flow. After the ticket you're going to need the cups. After the cups you're going to need the coffee grinder. After the coffee grinder you're going to need the espresso machine. After the espresso machine you're going to need the milk steamer. And after the milk steamer you're going to need the lids or the plates and the spoons. And after that you're going to need the customer or the floor staff. So you can manipulate that as much as you like. I'm very flexible when it comes to linear workflow. What I mean by flexible is I will move the entire universe in order to have a linear workflow. There are very few exceptions. If you need to have the wake staff inside the coffee bar for it to be linear, if you need to buy a second printer for it to be linear, if you need to move your grinder for it to be linear, do it, do whatever it needs to, needs to be done because really, it's really hard to multitask. It's really hard to be clean and it's really hard to be efficient without a linear workflow. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe or you'll miss out.